Well, hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you, and I'm super thrilled to be here joined once again with my dude, Mr. Brandon Robertson. Brandon, what's shaking, dude? Yo, my brother, not much shaking on my end, ready to do this thing. Yeah, yeah, so this is episode 27, and for those of you who have been paying attention on the socials here for Spinning Thoughts Podcast, you should know what episode 27 means. But if for some reason you were hiding or not paying attention, we'll bring you up to speed right now. Episode 27 is going to be featuring uh, an artist from a band that Brandon and I have been listening to really since the beginning of us listening to music, which is pretty awesome, and we are so thrilled to be talking to him here today. So, without further ado, please help me in welcoming Chris DeMakes from Less Than Jake. Chris, what's up, brother? Yo, Chris. How's it going, guys? Uh, we're doing great. Thank you so much for taking time here and talking to us. How are things on your end? Things are well. I am in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi tonight. Nice. Okay, you guys are actually um, getting ready to kick off a tour, which we're going to talk about a little bit later in the podcast. Is this um, just kind of like the halfway point for you guys to take a break before you hit Dallas? You got it, yeah. We were uh, headed out of uh, out of Gainesville, our hometown, last night and drove overnight here and uh, got to spend the day in wonderful, rainy Biloxi today. <laughs> yeah, what's good about Biloxi? Tell me something that uh, you discovered. Um, it's not Alabama. <laughs> All right. In a bad way, it sounds like. All right. <laughs> nah, today's been great. Awesome. And, um, you know, like we mentioned, uh, Lesson Jake's going to be on a pretty awesome tour here starting tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we get a little bit deeper into the podcast. But, uh, let's kick things off, Chris. Uh, you know, that less than Jake's been around since '92. That's about 25 years. How crazy! It's a That's long ass time. Nuts. Uh, did you guys ever think that you would last this long and evolve the way you did and help uh, keep ska alive? Um, no, you know, I don't. I don't think many, if any, bands think that when they're starting out. Um, you know, we we never had even a five year plan at that point. It was <laughs> kind of like we want. <laughs> we just want to, you know, rec- write and record music. Um, right. And uh, play some shows to to our friends, and, and and maybe get a couple free beers out of it. That was kind of the plan <laughs> at the beginning. Um, and uh, you know, we we love the scene. You know, we used to go to uh, uh, you know uh, any any punk shows or any ska shows that were coming through. Uh, uh, it, was, it was a great scene, and it was something that uh, we were a part of. Um, you know, creating um, and uh, to, to still be here twenty five years later is awesome. Well, with me being born four years before you guys started uh my introduction into the the ska scene had to be different than yours what was it like in 92 like what explain to me what ska was or or how the scene felt um well i mean of course it was pre-internet so um your your information was coming to you differently you know by the time you got a magazine you know that that news was already two two three months old so uh you know early on um even before the band started you know when i got into punk rock uh you know, you would uh, uh, find people, you know, punk rockers' addresses in the back of, uh, of magazines, uh, and you'd start making pen pals and start finding out about cool records in other parts of the country. And um, you know, as far as the, the ska scene, there really wasn't anything in Florida uh, in the early '90s. Uh, and um, gradually, you know, bands started popping up. But uh, you know, we always got confused that we were from California because that's where 
a lot of the you know Southern California Skyman stores, and and it, and that was we were uh, we were the kind of the outcasts from Gainesville, Florida. But uh, it was interesting being a ska punk band back then. You know, it was uh, uh, a lot of our our early shows that we were on, we'd be sandwiched between two bands that sound like Pearl Jam. It was the grunge thing was happening. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It's a very very strange time in Florida. So, Chris, some Brandon and I actually we jam in a ska band, and so we we get this a lot too. We're speaking from a little bit of experience, but some might say that Scott has been and still is dead. What do you say to those people? Because I don't think it is. But what do you say to them? Well, I uh, I don't think it's been dead now for uh, you know going on forty years. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the late late seventies, early eighties. You know, when you had your the, the English bands, uh, you know, the specials, uh, English beat, um, you know, a lot of those bands that were, were starting to play, play ska and, and, and ska punk, um, on upwards to the, what they were calling the third wave of ska when, right. when we were doing it in the 90s. And, um, you know, we certainly never went away. And, and to us, the scene never went away. Now, ska, ska is dead kind of stemmed from, I think, um, you know, it had its uh, com- commercial peak in the late 90s. Uh, yeah. Probably the, be- the, the best known band was probably the Mighty Mighty Boston. Um, and, uh, you know, after that, a, a lot of the bands that, that, that were around, they, they kind of died off. Um, and uh, they got into different styles of music, performed different styles. And we, we kind of always stuck doing, doing our thing. And, and there wasn't too many bands doing it in the early, early to, uh, 2000s or, or mid 2000s like us and real big fish and street light manifesto and right. a handful of others and and a lot of them are coming back now and playing shows and, and there's a whole uh younger generation of, of younger kids that are playing it too so it's, it's cool so there there are still a lot of people that i talk to that haven't really listened to ska punk bands uh, to to the music to the genre if you had to explain your version of ska music to somebody who had absolutely no clue of what it was curious just you know from being in a band that paved the way for you know as you said like the third wave and for future waves of of what this music has to offer how would you describe it to somebody um you know i always tell people that we're a a three-piece punk band with a horn section (laughs) yeah which we really are um and and you know of course there's ska thrown in there but for people that don't know what ska is i just tell them it's like a really hyper uh, uh you know fast-paced reggae um and you know i don't go too much further than trying to explain it than that i just i, I always tell people you know music's so accessible today if you really want to know just go on your smartphone and go to youtube or go to whatever seriously yeah uh, there's there's no excuse to to not really know at this point because it, we're inundated yeah, kind of like, well, what is your band what does your band sound like? Well, I can sit here and try to explain to you, but here, you know, go, go Within here. Within five here, seconds, you can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, next time you're taking a shit, just look up the left video. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Brandon and I, we actually, we talked to a lot of bands about this particular topic that I'm going to mention to you right now. Uh, it's It's the conversation of EP releases versus full-length releases, and Less Than Jake seems to have stated their preference being more toward ep releases so so why is that what why is that kind of your preference and and can you elaborate a little bit more on that difference for you guys well yeah i mean i don't know i i never stated that maybe someone in my band said an interview somewhere um we just you know we made a couple eps a a few years back um when we were in between uh uh, records and and 
you know, trying to figure out what if we want to do a full length. And then we, the last full length we did was three years ago. It was um, See the Light. Right. Did a full length record, and um, we had we had every intention of making a full length uh, record last year. Um, uh, but we had this uh, minor problem called we were, we were touring too much, which uh, <laughs> is is not a is not a problem at all. It was actually right. we had a, we had a really good really good year, and uh, so we were busy, and we we had. Uh, we probably had enough material for a full length. We definitely had uh, probably upwards of 15, 16 ideas, but we really, you know, didn't want to go in and rush something. So uh, ultimately, we didn't have time to do more than seven songs. We went in, we focused on seven songs. We thought with the with the best ideas out of the, out of those songs that we had been, we had been writing, and uh, focused on them and, and released an EP. So um, you know, for us, uh, the, the next goal is to do another full length record. Um, it's definitely on the uh, on the agenda. Awesome. So, which one do you prefer then? Um, or do you, you know, have a preference I, I, even? I, I really don't. You know, I think um, I think that they're both cool, and I think that they both had, and uh, um, just just my opinion, I think they both had uh, a little more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't want to say importance, but importance uh, some years ago, or more impact than than, than now. Um, people, you know in this day and age they digest music differently you know so if you're to do a a concept full-length album um and you have to listen to song one through song 15 to get the concept of it well people don't necessarily listen to the music like that anymore so you know you spend all this time crafting a a, a full idea or a full-length album and at the end of the day is is, is your idea going to get across the uh how it would have in 1998 when someone had to actually sit down and listen to listen to it you know right when when people's attention spans right now you know don't last longer than 45 seconds you know yeah well you know and and i like them both i like them i i like i said i, I the goal was to record a full length uh we just didn't have didn't have time so we, yeah. we did an ep well less than jake's always had i think more than enough material with you know the the B side album that you put out, the record you put out there. I mean, you combined EPs and made full length. So I think that there's definitely no lack of material, but certainly lack of time. I can understand that. Now, before we dive into the new EP that Less Than Jake is about to release here in a, in a few weeks, I actually wanted to uh, tell you about this. So before we lined up this interview with you, we actually made a connection online with a guy that I think you know pretty well, Steve Neurotic. So we were chatting with him. Yeah. Awesome guy. Um, and so I was talking to him a couple weeks ago and he was telling me about this split seven inch that you and him were doing for charity. He gave me a lot of insight, a lot of info on it. And I thought it was quite the amazing endeavor. So I was wondering uh, if you could just tell us a little bit about that. I think it was just released on the 17th, right? Yeah. And you can go to Bandcamp and check it out. It's called, um, uh, we miss you split seven inches for charity. Um, I'm giving uh, all my proceeds to uh, the Hospice Foundation um, in uh, Southwest Florida. They uh, helped my family out a couple of years ago, my grandma, uh, when she was near the end of her life, and they were awesome. And uh, I went ahead and recorded a song. I had put it online, and, and uh, to date, raised almost three thousand dollars, over three thousand dollars for the charity. And uh, all the proceeds from the yeah, all the proceeds from the record are going to go go towards that. And I have some other ideas of, uh, of what I want to do for the charity, but it's it's been great. And I have the uh, well, I have the records on the road with me. I'll be selling them on the Less Than Jake uh, awesome. Pepper tour that we're we're currently on. Yeah. And uh, so, how did you and, and Steve know each other? He said you guys go back, you know, a, a long time. Um. Yeah. We one of our 
first U.S. tours, he played his uh, parents' house in their in their uh, living room. About, uh, <laughs> wow. 12, 12 punk rockers. Yeah. So he he would just he would put shows on at his house, um, and that's how that happened. He was he was one of those those uh, those pen pals that we had. Someone we'd write back and forth, and uh, uh, he had a little distro going up in New Jersey. He would you know do comps and different things and uh, put seven inches out, and, and he had a band at the time and. And he was just uh, just a friend and, and someone to put on shows. Awesome. Yeah, very cool, um, you know, musical endeavor there with that split seven inch. Uh, all proceeds going to, uh, you know, the charity, which is fantastic. So we definitely encourage everybody to check that out. So, Brandon, why don't we transition uh, with Chris here to, to what I would consider to be some of the most exciting news of 2017. So, Less Than Jake is releasing a brand new EP, Sound the Alarm. On February the third, congratulations, Chris, on that. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, we're excited, man. We, uh, like I said, we, um, I, I'm really, we're really happy with how it came out, and we would have rather have had, really, you know, seven great songs than, than you know, have seven or eight great songs on a record with 15 songs and have some of them be just okay. I think you, um, if you're if you're remotely a fan of the band, you'll like these songs. Oh hell yeah! It definitely feels like a little bit of an extension from See the Light, uh, which, you know. I actually really, really enjoy that album. But what is the band hoping to accomplish with this particular record? Um, you know, I, to be honest with you, I wish I had a, a great answer uh, <laughs> for that. Like something I, 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 I don't, I just basically we, we just wrote some songs um, because that was the initial, you know, reason for wanting to be in a band was writing songs and, yeah. and recording them. And we had uh, another big year this year of touring, and we wanted some, some new music out. And uh, we, there's really no grand scheme or anything of, of, or planning for these songs. We just shot a video uh, for uh, this song called Bomb Drop on the uh, EP. Awesome. And uh, that, should be, that should be coming out in the next week or two. So, uh, you know, we just, uh, we're with Pure Noise Records now, and yeah. uh, we're, seeing, we're, we're wanting to see how, how, how they do with uh, working and marketing and promoting the record. So, Lots of exciting things. I think we're kind of just sitting back and kind of, you know, kind of see how how it's all going to unfold. We don't really have any, uh, you know, grand. Uh, well, there ain't nothing know, wa- wrong with just wanting it. to fucking rock, man. You know. Yeah, you know, I just, we, we just kind of kind of want to see where this this ride is going to take us, and uh, you know, if things work out with your your noise, and uh, we want to move forward in the future with them, maybe, you know, maybe we'll do a full length. But so far, it's been great. There's the team over there at noise has been awesome and uh yeah the feedback that we've gotten so far from people uh, is very positive and there's like a ton of different like variations of vinyl that you can purchase of this album i I was seeing some of the pictures that uh the band was posting on their socials honestly man i mean they're looking so sweet the 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 album the the vinyl the the record the colors the the graphics just the artwork all of it is so fantastic and um you know, if that's any indication, especially with like the two singles that the band has already released from the EP, if, if all that's an indication of what this is going to sound like and be like and what you're going to reflect on the upcoming tour. Uh, I mean, Jesus, this is going to be one hell of a year for less than Jake and for everybody who digs them. So we're definitely excited. Um, yeah, we are. We are, too. Like I said, we're uh, um, it's all about getting out there and, and, and staying in front of fans and touring. We never, we never stop. And uh we, we felt that this year, another another big year touring uh, coming up, that we, we wanted to have new music out. That was yeah. 
plain and simple. And it is kind of like a relentless tour. I mean, it is pretty, you'll hear me talk about it here after we're done talking about the EP, but it's a, I refer to it as the very healthy tour. There's a lot of dates. You guys are going pretty strong and, and really covering uh, a lot of ground here in the United States. So that's fantastic. But before we dive more into the tour, uh, so Roger had a big role in producing this album at his home studio. It's It's called The Moat House, right? Right. So has Roger been involved in producing previous albums for the band? Um, yeah, we, we did the uh, we did the last record, See the Light at the Moat House, and the two previous EPs that ended up being a full-length album. Uh, so the last, basically the last three projects we, we did at Roger's. Awesome. And, and you and Roger, you have such a unique blending of voices. How do the both of you approach writing this record what's the dynamic like um well this one was kind of all over the place because we weren't really you know all together in a room like you know jamming songs and and getting them ready to record uh a lot of this was done on the road so it was you know different people had different ideas at different times like hey that one song with that i have a good melody for the verse of that one okay well let me hear it and you hear it you tweak it and then you you know uh, our drummer Vinny writes the lyrics. At some point, he would come in and, and he'd, you know, hey, we need lyrics for this part or that part. So it was it was really kind of Frankenstein and piecemeal together this uh, this project, which which sometimes can be aggravating and uh, and lead to a non cohesiveness. But uh, it, it worked this time. Well, what it seems like to me, the last couple releases that uh, the bands had, you guys seem to be kind of leaning back towards you know your your roots sound. Uh, while also kind of you know bringing in new vibes, so tell me how this album uh, is going to sound to longtime Lesson Jake fans versus a, a brand new listener to Lesson Jake. Um, you know, I don't really know. It's and it's kind of hard. We're I'm so close to it because it's yeah. my thing. You know, it's our thing. I would just you know, um, I like the songs. I think the songs are good, but I think that the uh, I think Sonic the production. I think I think it sounds amazing. It yeah. sounds you know you you get in the car stereo and crank it up or you know put it in your headphones it, it sounds great so I'm, we're really really happy with how it came out and is there any one track off this album that you're really excited about more than others um i like a couple of them man there's uh the i like things change like whatever the weather that yeah. was the other song that was released um the song bomb drop is the one we did a video for um there's a song called call to arms uh that i think is great um you know, I, I like them all. They're, they're all kind of all, uh, all seven songs fit together, but they all kind of have their own identity. Um, but at the same time, sounding exactly how you kind of expect less than to sound. Awesome. Killer, yeah. So, Chris, what we're going to do right now is we're going to play a track off the new EP, Sound the Alarm. It's going to be released on February the 3rd of this year. It's called Things Change. What do you think? You cool with that? I am absolutely cool with that. Let's hear it. <laughs> Awesome. All right, Brandon and Chris. So, and everybody else listening, without further ado, please enjoy this brand new track off the brand new EP, Sound the Alarm, Things Change by Less Than Jake. Let's rock.
All right, so you just finished listening to Things Change off of the new EP coming on February 3rd from Less Than Jake, Sound the Alarm. So, Chris, before we move on from the new EP and uh, off of this uh, particular track, is there anything you want to add about this track? Anything, any inside info or secrets or just anything about the recording process with this particular track, Things Change? Um. Not really. You know, I, I'll be honest with you that we recorded this very quickly. Um, that's yeah. the one thing I can say about, about the song. We, we did all these songs in like four days. Um, and wow. then we recorded them. So we recorded them so quickly that we kind of forgot about them for like three months and we went on tour and then we came back and we started getting, <laughs> we started, we started getting a mix and there was actually guitar parts and shit that I did that I, I forgot that I had even done. In the studio. So it was, it was kind of cool to hear them back three months later because uh, this is, like I said, it was a, kind of a different recording to do for us. So it was uh, just very, what I can say about it, it was very quick. And and look, I mean, as we said at the very beginning of the podcast, Lesson Jake's been around for 25 years. So you guys, I mean, the core of you guys, there's been some member changes in and out and whatnot, but you guys have been doing this together for such a long time. There's got to be at some point in a band's lifespan, like, the ability to really just mesh and do what you got to do and, and, and have like an easy approach to the writing process and recording process. Is that, is that correct to, to make that assumption? Um, yes. <laughs> and it, it comes through in the music. I mean, it all, it always blends so well and, and, you know, with ska and punk and, and blending those genres, it is quite the adventure. So, um, Let's let's talk a little bit, Chris, then about, uh, you know, this tour that Less Than Jake's on. So we're, we're recording this interview on January the 19th. We're not going to be – listeners will be hearing it on January the 23rd. That's a Monday. So you already have kicked off, as I had mentioned, this healthy tour with Pepper starting January 20th in Dallas. So what can fans expect from this tour? Um. It's going to be awesome. We've known the Pepper guys for, God, well over a decade. Um, started doing uh, warp tours with them. Um, we took them uh, on a European tour uh, some years ago and just kept in touch. And uh, we saw them on the warp tour last summer and decided, hey, we should do something next year. And that's how it came about. And uh, the five-week tour starts in Dallas, ends in Florida, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a an awesome time man like, like i said we've known those guys forever and uh we get along great and it's gonna be it's gonna be a party and now on this tour chris you playing all all the songs for the new ep or, or a few of them or how's that working yeah i think we're gonna do like one or two new songs a night and then the rest of it'll be uh you know kind of straight up no chaser um you know we're gonna be a, <laughs> be a co-headlining co tour with uh with pepper so we each get like an hour and 10 minutes so it's not going to be uh, uh a lot of weird obscure songs the most uh weird and obscure you're going to get is the is the, the new song <laughs> um what what are some of the other like maybe older classic less than jake songs that you might be jamming at or is it does it change like city by city yeah well i mean we got we have like i think we rehearsed like over 40 songs for wow you know, we're gonna we're gonna play like I think like twenty songs a night, nineteen twenty songs, whatever we can fit in. So, um, you know, nightly we just kind of uh, you know switch out songs. Hey, tonight we should play this instead of that. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of kind of make it make it interesting for ourselves. 
do you write the set list in the morning? You wake up like, ah, oh, here's what we feel like playing today, or, you know, how does that um, work? Kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it 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 really all depends. You know, sometimes we'll play a, a set'll start to work. We'll play it two, three days in a row, and then yeah. someone will say, hey, we've been playing the same set for three days. Oh, we should do this. So it's just you know, there's no grand plan. It just kind of all comes together. Is there a city on the tour you're looking forward to playing, or that you enjoy visiting? Um, you know, on a regular basis, anything like that? Um, you know, I, I without sounding like the cliche, you know, pretty much all of them. You know, we've been yeah. touring for for a long time. You know, so you you uh, you know, we've, we've made friends in all these places. We have friends coming out every night to, to see us play, so we, we get to hang out and catch up with old friends. And um, you know, we know the good good places in, in town to get something good to eat and things like that. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say one of my favorite places, uh, on this run, um, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Boston this time. You know, and that's kind of crazy because, um, I had a little question here, uh, that I was going to mention to you about the, the Boston, um, dates. So it's kind of crazy that you mentioned that. So I'm going to, I, I could have sworn you were going to say Pittsburgh though. Um, I thought Cleveland was where he was going. (laughs) We're based in Pittsburgh. Brandon's from Cleveland. Um, but oh, right on. <laughs> um, so look, we, we we've got a friend here uh, that lives in Massachusetts who's going to be going to the show in Boston on fe- it's February the sixteenth. So her name's Kylie, and she's taking her boyfriend Tyler to the show for his birthday. Can you believe that someone's taking their boyfriend to a Lesson Jake show for a birthday? Come on. Um, she was hoping you could give him a birthday shout out at the show, which, hey, you know, that's a lot to ask for. So I was wondering, can you give him a shout out on the podcast? You know, say happy birthday to Tyler. I will do it right now. Let's hear it. Are you ready? Tyler, this is Chris and Jake. Happy birthday. And I wish you were here right now to massage my feet. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You yes. know what? That motherfucker should find you and massage your feet for that. That was awesome. Thank you, Chris, for that. You should. Greatly should. appreciate it. So why is it that you're looking forward to the Boston date? Is there something about that city or the people there? Do they receive your sound? Your sound. I mean, your lesson, Jay. Come on. I mean, yeah, uh, we, just, we, just, we, just, we just had a we, – we were there a couple months ago, and we had a good show. So that was the first one that came to mind, and I, and I, and I went with it. So Boston. <laughs> now, you're talking about finding places to eat, you know, that you know of in these cities. You've been to Melt in Cleveland? Um, No, but I have heard of it. I have not been there, though. Yeah, you're going to have to check it out while you're in Cleveland. Uh, you're playing at the Agora in Cleveland, right? You got it. Yeah, head on over to uh, to Lakewood, to the original Melt. You're not going to regret it, man. I, all righty. <laughs> and there is some food advice from Brandon Robertson. Before you know it, he's going to break away from the Spinning Thoughts podcast and start his own food podcast because <laughs> uh, that was quite the – quite the extension there so well, i don't have any recommendations just go to melt i don't know what you know whatever sandwich you order i don't care just go to melt so so chris less than jake has put out such great authentic music over the last two and a half decades is there an album that you personally are most proud of um you know that's a hard one because Albums are just snapshots of time in your life. You know, today I'll say anthem. Tomorrow, I'll, tomorrow I'll say something different, but yeah. I'll, I'll say anthem. Okay, awesome. And are there a few? What are a few of your personal favorite songs 
to jam on stage. I, I, Brandon, like I mentioned, J Brandon and I jam in a couple bands. There's some songs that I love to play. There's some that, honest to God, I can't stand, but I know that people like to hear, so we do it. What are some of your personal favorites to play on stage for, for all your fans to hear? Um, I'll, I'll go with three. Gainesville Rock City, yep. um, All My Best Friends of Metalheads, and Look What Happened. Awesome. On the flip side of that, are there any songs you just fucking hate that <laughs> as soon as you look down or, you know, as soon as you get to that nah, song in the set, nah, you're like, God damn it. Nah, we, we, if we hate them, we just don't play them anymore. There you gotcha. go. Gotcha. You, you've earned the right to do that at this point after yeah, all these years. Yeah, maybe 25 years from now, I'll be able to go, you know what? I don't feel like playing this song, so fuck you guys. I'm not going to play it. Yeah. But as of right exactly. now, I don't, I don't have that luxury. Well, and you guys have the, have the discography to to make those kinds of decisions. So, um, how fantastic! Very good. So, 2017 is going to be really an amazing year, I think. Not only for Less Than Jake and for your fans, but for punk and ska uh, and pop punk and band geeks everywhere. So after after all this madness, because again, you've been working on this EP. You were touring last year. You're you're going on a lengthy tour. Uh, coming up here uh, right now, basically. So after releasing Sound the Alarm and going on this tour, what does the band do? Like, what what's next after this? We're going to be touring all year uh, up until December 15th. We're booked. Wow. Um, yeah, so we're just going to keep touring, and uh, hopefully uh, in between that time, hopefully we'll get to, to write some new songs for a new, new record. That's do, the goal. Do you guys take vacations or anything? Uh yeah, in between in between tours, you know, we're to be home for three weeks or a month here or there, and um, you know that you can choose to do what you you want with that time. But as far as like you know, getting on a plane and going somewhere for a vacation, not really because that's you know basically what we're we're always traveling. So uh, you know, there's really no no a vacations actually just being at home. Do you all live in Gainesville? No, only three guys live in Gainesville. Uh, I live in Tampa, and our sax player lives in Connecticut. Awesome. Oh, okay. He's all the way up there, huh? Yeah, he gets the yeah. biggest vacation. He's <laughs> farthest away. Exactly. Fantastic. So, hey, uh, Chris, this has been, honestly, a really amazing experience to talk to you. Um, Less Than Jake's a band that, that so many people have enjoyed for so many years. So, um, you know, it's been an honor to talk to you. Before we sign off, is there anything you'd like to add that we didn't cover or anything you'd like to say uh, to all the fans out there that that have been so loyal to Less Than Jake these last two and a half decades. Yeah, just uh, you know, thanks to, to all the fans, thanks to people such, such as yourself that uh, that have podcasts, uh, that have online magazines that still continue to uh, support and cover the band. I mean, that's uh, ultimately why we why we still get to do it is because uh, people people actually still still give a shit. So it's, it's awesome, man. And uh, Less Than Jake's going to be jamming in Pittsburgh, which is currently our home base here for the Spinning Thoughts podcast on February the 10th. It's at Stage AE. Have you guys played there before? Can you remember? Yeah, we have. We played there with Anti-Flag. Nice. And they were just there, actually, with Real Big Fish on the 11th. So, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. They, and we had Pat Thetic from Anti-Flag on the pod uh, just about a month or so ago. So, it's a nice, tight tight-knit family here at the spinning thoughts podcast but um brandon and i will definitely uh make our way out to stage ae on february the 10th and 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 check you guys out and and maybe we'll catch a pick in the air or something from you you know 
Sounds good, man. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Chris, hey, thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, congratulations on the new EP, Sound the Alarm. It's out on February the 3rd. And uh, tour starts basically now. When you're hearing this, they're already three days into it. So uh, good luck with everything here this year, Chris. Yeah, good luck, guys. Have a good night, man. Hey, you too, brother. Thanks for your time. All right, good night. Once again, we want to thank Chris DeMakes from Less Than Jake for joining us here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Uh, Brandon, I ask you always, I'm curious yet again, what did you think of all this? Oh, what an honor, man, to be able to talk to Chris DeMakes. I mean, what an honor. These guys have been around for 25 years, and that speaks for itself. Like I said at the beginning, I, I was four years old. Yeah. Three years old, going on four when they first started like well, way it, to make you know. them feel old brandon oh uh, they are old man <laughs> <laughs> they've been doing it and they've been doing it well so uh please check out less than jake's brand new ep sound the alarm it will be available on february the third less than jake's on tour for all of february and the back end of january uh they're on tour with pepper so check them out in a city near you and while you're checking out Less Than Jake, check out the Spinning Thoughts podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. And our website is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts podcast, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon. We're leaving you once again from the Spinning Thoughts podcast, World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios. Peace. Peace out.